Willie, you gotta grow up to be a mighty oak, Robert murmured as his bare hands gently felt the small tree's slender and somewhat pale-looking leaves. He noticed small cracks on the trunk and wondered if they were growth cracks or frost cracks. Where there is a will, there is a way, he added, while checking the loose alluvial topsoil around the pyramidal-looking young tree with his hands. He always ensured that the soil above the roots was moist, but not fully wet. After his wife's departure, Robert had moved into a small townhome near the suburbs of southern New Jersey to live close to his son Albert, who resided a couple of blocks down Liberty Street. One of the first things Robert did as soon as he moved in was to get a young willow oak, also known as peach oak or pin oak tree, from the city's Urban Forestry Advisory Council, UFAC, and plant it in front of his house. The UFAC was encouraging the residents to grow native plants to add ornamental value to the town's unique historic setting. He, with some help from Albert, had gently pulled out the small tree from its container and placed it in the planting hole. At the end of the successful transplantation efforts, Robert had exclaimed, Hail Willie the Mighty Oak! And since then, the willow oak in front of his house had come to be known as Willie. The young tree had seemed to be doing well for a year or so, but then last year, It had leafed out late on the top branch, and some of its branches had lost leaves. Robert had become very concerned, seeing some patches of discoloration on the bark and an area of apparent sponginess that the tree had developed. Could it be canker? Slimflux? His mind had been fully occupied with thoughts of Willie as he went about his daily routine. As soon as he would get out of bed a little before dawn, he would rush out of the house to check if Willie had showed signs of recovery. He initially had tried some standard remedies based on the little arbor or cultural training he had from his father, but Willie had seemed to get worse. Finally, after spending many sleepless nights thinking about how to help his sick friend Willie, he consulted the local arborists and tree doctors and tried out different treatments on Willie. But none of them worked. To him, Willie appeared to be dying cell by cell, a sight that he could not bear to see. Then one day, a life-saving remedy popped out of a book Robert was casually reading when he was waiting at the local natural therapist office for his annual health checkup. The book hailed the properties of cow manure for its rich micronutrients and its usefulness as a natural fertilizer for trees, with its excellent balance of nitrogen, phosphoric acid, and potash. Although somewhat skeptical at first, Robert nonetheless decided to give it a try, having found no other panacea for his ailing friend. Much to his amazement and joy, Willie recovered within a month of treating the soil with the cow manure he had collected from the local organic dairy farm. Since then, the application of cow manure to the soil had become part of his tree-caring routine. Just as the moon develops day after day in its waxing phase, Willie, at a rapid growth rate, developed into a tall tree with a densely branched rounded crown and a massive girth in just over a decade. No one else took as much interest as Robert in watching Willie mature. He could observe and remember every single detail about Willie's growth. The glossy light green leaves that terminated with a hair-like tip. The distinct venation on the leaf bottom. The first appearance of long and slender yellowish-green catkins, male flowers, hanging down at the tip of the branches. The pistillate female flowers appearing in small clusters near the junction of leaf stems. 
the turning of smooth, light reddish-colored bark into roughened narrow ridges as he grew old, etc. Willie's stately features and majestic appearance earned him a reputation of becoming an important landmark in the neighborhood. Having been a farmer all his life, Robert had a unique way of communicating his thoughts to the plants and trees, which only they understood, and he knew they understood him. Whoever said trees are inert doesn't understand the symbiotic relationship between Mother Nature and us. If you love them and are willing to hear them carefully, they will speak with you. Robert would tell his neighbor when they went together for an early morning brisk walk in the empty street. He always treated the plants and trees as living persons with feelings and would never get tired of staying around them. Over the years, Robert and Willie shared a certain friendly intimacy that no one else except they were privy to. Although Robert treated Willie like his best friend, Willie always considered Robert as his master and held a reverential friendly attitude towards him. Robert would often sit under the willow oak and play his Baroque oboe for his friend while observing the sun rays peep through the leaves with a kaleidoscope effect. 